What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. It was a big weekend. It was a big Sunday. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope everyone's holidays were safe. Hope everyone had a good New Year's Eve. Hope everyone had a better New Year's Day. Welcome to the show, and we had a big football weekend here, a big, big football weekend, and we had one positive and one negative, and it was exactly, basically, the the two teams, the things that you thought would happen, happened. If you had to guess, and I said there was one positive and one negative, what was it? You'd probably say the Giants are the positive and the Jets are the negative, and you'd be a thousand percent correct. Let's start with the positive. The Giants, I was at the game today. The place was rocking. It was kind of, you could see it coming. The Colts are awful. The Colts are an awful team. Jeff Saturday has no business coaching. They have no quarterback. They have no offense. Their defense is below average at best. And the Giants just came and... They ran them right out of the building from the get-go. The Giants just did everything right, right from the beginning. They win 38-10, and for the first time since 2016, they are headed back to the postseason. And give the coach a ton of credit. Give Daniel Jones a ton of credit. He played a good game today. Now, again, it, it take it with a grain of salt, today's game, because the Colts basically came in. They, they, they didn't even want to be there. The Giants just imposed their will from the very first possession all the way down. They had pick six. They had uh, Thibodeau with big sacks. They knocked out Foles in the second quarter. And... It was never close. The Giants had a 24-point second quarter. They kind of, you know, they they looked like uh, TCU yesterday in the third quarter, in that second quarter the Giants did. I mean, Jeff Saturday is completely lost on the sideline. He has no business being a head coach in this league. It was a nice story the first week when he got a win. But, I mean, since then it's just been a disaster. And the very first possession is is proof all the proof you need for that. The Colts are four and ten and one. They're four ten and one. They got the ball on the seven yard line of the Giants. Fourth and one. He calls a timeout. And then he he lines up, calls a timeout, comes out and brings out the field goal unit. As if they have something to play for. Fourth and one from the seven-yard line when you know you have a bad offense. And he brings out a field, the field goal unit. I mean, that, that, that right there is just, it's clueless. It's not like they, you know, it's not like the Colts had anything to play for besides ruining it for the Giants. And they weren't going to, and a field goal is not ruining anything. Made the chip shot field goal. 3 nothing. And then it, you know, the John, then the whole thing just caved in for the Colts. Um, Foles got knocked out. He was, he was no good. Foles maybe was even worse today than he was last week. 
Except he only threw one pick instead of three. But he probably would have thrown three if he was in there the whole game. Foles, 8 of 13, 81 yards and a pick. And then Erlinger came in. He wasn't any better. 9 of 14 for 60 yards. And the Giants are headed to the postseason. They are locked into the sixth seed. I told you this morning on Twitter that I that I thought that this was basically the way it was going to go. And once um, once Collins had that pick six, the it, the party just started. I mean, you could feel it in the building. The place was rocking. It was a good crowd. It was a loud crowd. It was kind of a celebratory feeling just from the get-go. Everybody kind of knew what was going to happen. Jones was 19 of 24, 177 yards, two touchdowns. He was really impressive with his feet today, with his legs. He was running all over the place. He was running over Colt defenders. His first touchdown, diving into the corner of the end zone off the pylon. He threw the ball effectively. He got when he got pulled out in the, in the fourth quarter, up you know thirty eight. I think I think he was up thirty eight ten or thirty eight three at the time, and he got pulled out of the game, and the entire building was chanting chanting his name. And if you would have said that to me in the beginning of the season, I would have said you were crazy. I would have said you were crazy. I mean, coming into this year, this, I I couldn't see a scenario where you would say he not only led you to the playoffs, but there's no doubt he's going to be the quarterback next year. No doubt. Zero. He made himself a lot of money this year, Daniel Jones. He's going to get a good contract. Is he a top quarterback in the league? No, he's not. But you know what? This team fought. This team fought every week. They had a lot of injuries. They fought through the injuries. They won the big game in Washington. They got out to the real good start where they really could have been 6 and 0. They were 6 and 1, 6 and 2. And they used that start to hold on, they're now 9-6-1 with a meaningless game next week in Philadelphia. And then it's the postseason as the sixth seed in the NFC. Right now, Pittsburgh and Baltimore are playing. A lot of playoff implications there. Baltimore, a four-point lead, 13-9 on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's just hanging on for dear life. They're a long shot to make the playoffs. But yeah, the Ravens are already in, but the Pittsburgh is hanging on trying to, you know, trying to get trying to get this game. Stay alive. So the Giants will be the sixth seed. They will play the three seed, which looks like it's probably gonna be Minnesota. And Minnesota is god awful today. The Giants can beat Minnesota. The Giants should have beat Minnesota last week. In Minnesota, and that's where the playoff game is going to be. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but they got destroyed by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers today. It was an interesting It was an interesting Sunday. The Giants took care of business. Dable got his Gatorade shower. And the Giants are headed to the playoffs. 38-10 winners 
over the Indianapolis Colts. And and listen, I'm t- they got Saturday cannot be a coach in this league. It, it's it's kind of a mockery. It's it's just a travesty. It's a mockery of the whole thing. And when it, when the coaches when the coaches were upset that he got the job, when there were other coaches in the league upset that he got the job, I was kind of like, eh, you know what? It's none of your business. Keep your mouth shut. Don't worry about it. But he came in and he came in and he just it shows you, you not anybody can be a coach. He's a he's a great player. He was a great player. Peyton Manning center his whole career. He cannot coach. I don't know if he doesn't put the hours in. I mean, I'm not we're not there, so I don't know if he if he doesn't put the hours in, or what it is. But Jeff Saturday cannot coach in in the NFL. And I'm not saying he could never do it, but you certainly can't come just right out of the ESPN studios and onto the sideline with zero experience and expect to, to, to be successful. Now, I think the Colts, this is what the Colts wanted, the, the ownership and you know the higher-ups over there, because they need a quarterback. And if they would have won a couple games, they, it, they wouldn't have got the high draft pick. And today was just a full-out party at, at MetLife Stadium and good for the Giants and good for the Giant fans. It was loud in there. I hadn't heard that place that loud in years. Years. When Collins took back the pick six, that was it. It was 21-3 and it was game over. It was game over right there. You knew it was game over. Because then on like the, the next drive, the second, the next play... They knocked out Falls. I mean, the the Colts couldn't do anything right. They the everything from the punts were bad. The penalties were bad. They couldn't stop the Giants. They couldn't pick up a first down. Daniel Jones two rushing touchdowns himself. He he had ninety one yards. He again was the leading rusher for the Giants. Barkley was okay. Barkley didn't have a great game, but Barkley didn't need to have a great game. 12 carries, 58 yards, not bad. He didn't need to have a great game. Um, The only time you really, and I'm not even going to say you you got worried, was coming right out of halftime, the Giants. I mean, they had a 24-3 lead, and on the first play, they fumble the ball. Slayton fumbles the ball. Recovered by the Colts. They do nothing with it because their offense is just awful. And that was it. So the Giants are headed to the playoffs. They are the sixth seed. Now, the Jets. And the Jets are completely on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Mike White was terrible. Mike White had a big chance today. He was terrible. The coaching, Robert Sala was terrible. The team was not ready to play. The team was not ready to play on multiple occasions this this year. And there's nobody you could blame except for the head coach for that. Whether it's his fault or not, he gets the blame. The Jets were not ready to play today. Now, I don't know if it's because they had to go across the country. I don't know what it was. But they came out and they were flat. And they could do nothing right. And it was basically a mirror image of the Giants game. 
and they got run over by Seattle. The Jets got completely run over by Seattle. The only positive is that Mike White didn't get hurt. Right out of the gate, Seattle right down the field. Into the end zone, 7 nothing. I mean, the game, it wasn't even close. Again, with the offense, the Jets cannot get any offense. They get six points. White was 23 of 46, two picks, 240 yards. The Jets couldn't run the ball. They couldn't get anything going against Seattle. And Geno Smith gets his revenge against the Jets. Geno Smith played well. Seattle's still in the hunt in the NFC. I mean, Geno Smith, his numbers are not great, but you know what? He won the game. He didn't have to do much again. 18 to 29, 183, two touchdowns. He didn't turn the ball over. The Jets turned the ball over. Jets could not move the chains at all. The Jets' defense could not get off the field on third down. Basically, nothing went right for the Jets in a game that was so big for them. Now, they didn't get what they needed to have happen in the 1 o'clock window with Miami. But you wanted to at least win this game and go into next week with a chance. And you know what this does? This brings Zach Wilson back into the picture. Zach Wilson is back into the picture now. They said earlier this morning that they were not going to get rid of Zach Wilson. They were not going to shop him around. And you know what? Now he's back in the picture. Does he play next week? Uh, It doesn't really matter. Probably not. You probably let White finish it. But it doesn't really matter anymore. Because the game is meaningless. And it's a shame because the Jets now continue the longest streak in the NFL without a postseason. And, you know, Seattle's not very good, but that's a tough place to play. And and you can't blame going across the country either. Oh, we had to go across the country. I know you say that. and it, it Listen, they're not driving across the country. They're taking a flight. They're sleeping on the flight. It's not commercial. It's a charter plane. I don't want to hear it. They weren't ready to play this game, and that's the coach's fault. The Jets gave up 200 yards rushing. I don't want to hear about this defense anymore. They gave up 200 yards rushing to Seattle. Almost five yards of play. Seattle controlled the ball. Each team got four sacks. The Jets, I mean, they they were disciplined. Penalties didn't kill them. Again, it was turnovers. The Jets, three turnovers. You cannot turn the ball over three times on the road and expect to win the game. In a game where your season is on the line. The Jets have come out multiple times, and they weren't ready to play. How is that possible? Now, I know Mike White wasn't great today. You know, he's played some good games, but if you look at overall the last couple games he's played, he has not been very good. It's just that Zach Wilson's been that much worse. It almost makes Mike White look good. 
The Jets had multiple games, three games this year where they just no-showed. They no-showed against the Patriots where they lost on the kick return. They no-showed against Jacksonville at home last week or two weeks ago, last week. And they no-showed today against Seattle. That's three out of 16 games were no-shows for the Jets. Six points, three points, three points. You can't have three games in a season where you don't score any touchdowns and expect to be in the playoffs. The Jets are a lot further away than 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 we thought they were. Is basically what the what what the what it boils down to. The defense is also not as good as you thought it was. It's a good defense. Don't get me wrong. The Jets have a good defense. It's not top three in the league like everybody was saying. They gave up three, almost 400 total yards. 200 yards on the ground. Five yards of play. 34 minutes of possession for Seattle. I mean, it just nothing. Nothing. The Jets, and the Jets did nothing on offense. And again, they moved the ball a little bit. They had almost 300 yards of total offense, but they turned the ball over. The special teams was not good. And the Jets are going to go another season now without making the playoffs. And you know what? Even I I was fooled by the defense. The defense was... This was the biggest game and they no-showed. So the Jets are now 7-9. and nine. They go to Miami next week. Miami needs the game. Miami losing today in the early window to New England. And New England, I mean New England's going to end up getting in. And New England's another lucky team. The bottom line is there's not very many good teams in the NFL. The AFC's better than the NFC. But there are not many good teams in the NFL. You know, you got your 4 or 5, you you got your your Eagles who lost again today. But you got your Chiefs and stuff like that at the very top. And then you got a huge gap. And then it's like mediocre. It's just mediocre teams. The football's not very good. Look at today. 13 to 9. Right now, the game going on 13 to 9. Now, I know the Steelers and Ravens always play, you know, defensive type games, but. I mean, when you talk about parity in, in a league, this is this is parity, but it's not it's not a great thing. It's not as great as everybody makes it out to be. So the Jets are eliminated officially, and now you look to next year. Who's going to be the quarterback for this team? And I told you three weeks ago that Zach Wilson uh, was not going anywhere. He's the number two pick. They are not going to just jettison the number two pick out of nowhere. When they don't have his replacement, one. And two, God forbid, he goes somewhere else and figures it out. The Jets quarterback situation is still, there's been a laughing stock basically since Namath. You know, they got Boomer at the tail end of his career. Kenny O'Brien was, eh, he was okay. He was an above average quarterback, but he was not a franchise quarterback. Mark Sanchez, not great. Darnold. 
not no good as the Jets. He's been okay in Carolina. And this defense that everybody ranted and raving, ranting and raving about for the last two months in a game where they needed to show up could not do anything. They could not make a stop to to save their life when they needed to. There were a couple chances where they could have stopped Seattle on third downs and they couldn't get off the field. And Geno Smith made the Jets look terrible. I mean, you give up 200 yards on the ground in a must-win game, you can't call yourself an elite defense. They just simply aren't an elite defense. Walker went for 133 yards on 23 carries. Tack on another 43 by Dallas. Geno Smith had 18. I mean, they did just everything. And Salah, you know what? He's got to take the blame. He's not going to lose his job. He'll be okay. He'll have one, one more season. But, uh, you know, you better get it together next year. You better get it together next year. Because you are going to have this defense. And the defense is going to be okay. But, you know, when they, needed, when they needed the defense to come up and play big, they didn't. And now I'm not saying the defense could have played very well today. And the Jets still would have lost this game because you got score. You're not winning anything in the, in this league with six points. You're not winning anything. So at least we get one of the teams here in New York into the postseason, the Giants. And congratulations to 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 the Giants because they fought. They fought every week this year, and you know what? They're going to end up playing. Minnesota, it looks like, and I think they have a good chance to beat Minnesota. Daniel Jones made himself a lot of money this year. He was good today. He looked like this. I mean, the team was flying. Again, you know, it's it's against the Colts, so let's, you know, you could temper the, the enthusiasm a little bit. But, hey, listen, Giant fans, you have every right to be happy. You have every right to gloat today. Because this team... I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs. I thought they were terrible. I thought Daniel Jones was terrible coming into the season. Even when they were 6-2, and two, I still didn't buy into it. And they just kept trucking along and trucking along. And the biggest win of the year was in Washington a couple weeks ago. And now there will be January football with the local with one of the local teams at least. Elsewhere around the league... We said just before, Miami. Miami losing to New England. New England uh, still has not clinched a spot. New England's considered in the hunt. So they, New England's going to need to, you know, they're going to need to win. They need a Miami loss. Miami loss, and they're in. Miami needs New England to lose, and they need to win. uh, New England can back in. Miami needs help. And they should have no trouble beating the Jets. So New England's probably going to have to win next week because I can't see the Jets beating Miami. So that's basically what happened there. Let's let's go around the league now. And we'll get to the, uh, the two college games yesterday in a minute which was some of the, you know, that was a great football. 
There was no defense, but it was exciting. There was no defense. <laughs> there was no defense at all in any of those games, in either of those two semifinals, but they were great. They were great games. So you had the Packers at home against the Vikings, and the Vikings, like we said earlier, have been all over the place. I don't know what to think of the Vikings. They have a good they have a good record. They're going to be a top two seed. And they went out and got blown out today by Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers at Lambeau Field. I mean, this is the two seed in the in the two seed in the NFC got blown out today by a team that we thought was dead say five, six weeks ago. So that that and, and your one seed, the Eagles, lost to the Saints. So around the league, here we go. 49ers uh, in probably the game of the day. Winning overtime against the Raiders, 37-34. The kid at quarterback for the Raiders played real well. The 49ers are going to be, I would imagine they're going to be the two seed because unless Dallas, it's going to be them or Dallas. Um, I'm sorry, not, not Dallas. It's going to be the 49ers. It's going to be the Eagles and then the 49ers. And then the three seed is either is going to probably be Minnesota. But Minnesota, 41-17, they lost. And again, they, they just couldn't do anything. I mean, Kirk Cousins, 18-31, three picks. Again, Kirk Cousins in a big spot. You cannot, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Sunday to Sunday is a good quarterback. In a big game, he is terrible. You could take it to the bank that Kirk Cousins is not going to be good in a big spot in a big game. And they're giving him a ton of money. He'll get you to the playoffs. He'll get you to the playoffs year after year. And he'll have big numbers during the regular season. They're 12 and 4. They could very, Minnesota could very easily be 9 and 7. But they're 12 and 4. The Packers are 8 and 8. And I get it, Lambo's a tough place to play. But I mean, Cousins, three interceptions, and that kills you. That kills the team. They couldn't run the ball. Aaron Rodgers, not great either. Aaron Rodgers is getting old. You're not going to get these great games from Aaron Rodgers. Which is why Minnesota should have beat them. So the Packers, hang on. Rodgers was, just to give you the numbers, 15-24, 159 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Love came in at the end. He was 2-3 for for, for 9 yards. And the Green Bay Packers, who we thought were dead six, seven, eight weeks ago, are right in the thick of the playoff spot. There are two playoff spots left in each conference. So, I mean, <laughs> the Vikings, I don't know what to think of the Vikings. They, they, they're coming back from 33 down. They, they, they're almost losing to the Giants. They get blown out by Green Bay. The Steelers. The Steelers have just scored a touchdown with under a minute to go to take the lead against Baltimore. So the Steelers, who were 2-6, and six, the Jets were 6-2. and two. The Jets are eliminated, and the Steelers are about to be 
alive heading into the last week. That that says everything you right need to know right there about either fran- about the franchise, both franchises. The Jets were six and two, the Steelers were two and six, and heading into the last week, the Jets are out, eliminated, and the Steelers, who just scored a touchdown, are going to play a meaningful game with a chance to go to the playoffs. And again, they will not be under five hundred. Chargers beat the Rams as the Rams just continue to embarrass themselves. 31-10 there. Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tom Brady and the Bucks beat the Panthers. 30-24. That game wasn't as close as you know, it wasn't as close as it as it sounds. There was a late touchdown by the Panthers, and then they they tried an onside kick. The Lions, who I thought were going to have a tough time against the Bears, the Lions destroyed the Bears, forty-one to ten. The Lions are one of the hotter teams in the league. Jacksonville continues to be red hot. Now they beat the Texans. It's not a big accomplishment, but it sets up a showdown next week. A win and you're in situation. Jaguars, Tennessee Titans. And I, I the the Jag, I haven't seen the line, but the Jaguars are going to be favorites in that one. They are red hot. The quarterback and the running back are some of the best in the league now. They've really come of age during this season. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is one of the better quarterbacks now. Do not be surprised if Jacksonville makes a run. The Chargers beat up on the Rams, like we said. Tomorrow night, it's the Bills and the Bengals. The Chiefs won today over Denver. They struggled, but they did get the win. I was surprised that they struggled, but they did. And they won. They they squeaked it out. They will be the one seed. The road to the Super Bowl will go through Kansas City. They are the best team in the NFL. Because I don't want to hear about the Eagles being the best team in the NFL. The hands down the best team in the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs. Second is the Bills. And then you could talk, tell me about the Eagles. Because the Eagles were terrible today. You cannot lose that game to the Saints. Now, I get it. They didn't have their quarterback. But, listen, if you're gonna, you cannot lose that game to the Saints. So, I mean... <laughs> we have one week left with 17 games left to play in the NFL regular season one tomorrow 16 then on Sunday the commanders lost so they're eliminated the big games next week I mean the big the big game next week is going to be Tennessee at Jacksonville. That that's a that's a playoff game. The Jets didn't do their part, so Miami Jets is a big game, but only for Miami. The Patriots play the Bills, and the Bills are now with the Chiefs win today. The Bills are locked into that two seed. So. 
that's where we stand now. And again, you know what? Shame on the Jets. I really thought they were going to play good today. I really did. I thought they were going to play well. I thought Mike White was going to have a good game. He was terrible. Mike White was as bad as, as Zach Wilson was. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't incompetent. I shouldn't say he was as bad. He wasn't as bad. He wasn't, he wasn't incompetent, but he was bad today. He threw picks. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, the Giants and Daniel Jones were, I mean, they, they just rolled. They just rolled right through, and they rolled right through a bad team. And like I said, Jeff Saturday, he's he's got no business coaching. Listen, go back, go back to doing TV. He doesn't need to be doing this. He he's tarnishing anything. He's tarnishing his legacy as a player because this is what he's going to be remembered for being a terrible coach. I mean, he only coached a, a what a quarter of the season, and they will. Terrible last week. Terrible this week. They blew a 33 nothing halftime lead to a team that's so inconsistent. It's out of it's it's amazing to me. So they, they, listen, there's a lot going on in the NFL. A lot going on. You're not going to see Tua next week either. Do, do you know what? Tua doesn't need to come back to beat the Jets. They could probably roll out Marino, and he'd beat the Jets. At 50-something years old next week. Giants and the Eagles, that game's going to be meaningless. I thought that the only the only problem I have with the Giants today is I think they left Daniel Jones and Barkley in a little longer than they should have. You had Daniel Jones running the ball up 31-10 in the fourth quarter. He was running around the outside and lowering his shoulders. Pittsburgh taking a knee. This one is over. Pittsburgh is now 8-8 eight and eight and still alive. And the Jets are out. But back to the Giants. I, I would have I taken Jones out and Barkley out a little bit earlier. Because you, you don't want to. You don't even want to play with that, the possibility of an injury. You don't even want to mess around with that. You really don't. And they ended up taking him out, you know, fourth quarter. And he came out to uh, 80,000 chanting his name, Daniel Jones. What a difference a year makes. He's going to be the quarterback now next year. Barkley's going to be on this team. Now, Barkley, you got to be careful with. I don't want to give him three years. I give him two because he could go south at any moment. He's older for a running back. He's he had he's He's been injury prone. Which works as a plus and a minus. It works as a plus because he didn't play as many games as some running backs that were in the league as long as him. But it's also a minus because he got injured. So that's where we head. That's where we stand heading into tomorrow night and then week eighteen. Now, yesterday with the bowl games, give TCU credit. TCU absolutely belongs. In this final four. They absolutely belong in the championship game. They went up and down that field against Michigan and Harbaugh. And I mean that third quarter. I've never seen anything like it. There was no defense. 
there was what was it was it six maybe seven touchdowns scored in the third quarter of that game despite two great goal line stands by TCU in the first half and two pick sixes by the same player TCU in the in the game you could still sit there and say their defense was awful Michigan's defense was worse now Michigan got a bad break it was a bad call on the no touchdown in the first half but that's no excuse you can't fumble the ball on the next play Okay, he, they might have missed it. So you got first and goal with the, the six-inch line. And they fumble the ball on the next play. I don't know. I mean, this was this was Michigan's shot here. This was Harbaugh. It might have been his shot. Georgia, who did not play well yesterday for the most part. Give Ohio State credit in that game because they played as well as they could. They they played a perfect game for themselves almost. And they did the kid just missed a field goal at the stroke of midnight as the ball dropped, as the ball hit 2023. He hit a 50 yarder about 30 yards left. It wasn't even close. It never stood a chance. The second it came off his foot, it was it was left. But give Ohio State a, give Ohio State credit. They played their ass off last night, and that is, they did everything they could. They had a field goal to win the game, and you know the kid missed it. That's it. I mean, it's not it's not it's not a, a terrible. You know, they did everything they could. Georgia's better. You know, that's basically what it comes down to. Georgia's a better team. And Georgia did not play it's great, great. Georgia almost lost the game. They almost cost themselves the game, digging themselves a hole. They were chasing Ohio State all night. They were behind all night. They got the drive when they needed it. The big players came up big when they needed it. They went right down the field at the end, scored. And, I mean, they left the time. The, the defense didn't even hold because Ohio State was able to get into field goal position. It's a long one for a kid, for a college kid. And just luckily for Georgia, he wasn't even close. And I'll tell you what, TCU's got a chance in this championship game. And I'm going to be rooting like hell for him. TCU can definitely has a chance. The over under might be 95. It's going to be a shootout. I think Georgia will will win the game, but I'm going to be rooting like hell for, for TCU and you know what they have a chance. They absolutely belong. Everybody who said they don't belong. Should have put Alabama in. TCU is better than Alabama this year. I'm not saying Alabama is terrible, but Alabama is not. You know, they, they lost three games. You can't have a three-loss team in there. Now, I would have set the games up differently, the, the semifinals there. It turns out they got two great games, so they look good, the committee. But I still don't know how you don't give America Ohio State, Michigan, when you have an opportunity to do it. I really, I have no idea how, why you don't do that. 
But that's a story for another day. So TCU, Georgia, next Monday night for the national championship. Georgia trying to make it back-to-back. TCU trying to be the ultimate Cinderella. They were something like 600-1 to at the start of the season to win the title. So, you know, there's a Cinderella in there, and you know what? They belong, and they could beat them. I have no idea about that game. That game could be anything. Georgia could blow them out. TCU can definitely win the game. But Georgia could blow them out. Georgia's a you know a better team, but TCU is right there. This Georgia team is not as good as it was last year. Rangers get a win today. Knicks finally snapped their losing streak at five games. They finally got a win. St. John's loses. And St. John's is not... Listen, the, the, the coach... Uh, we'll get into that at a, at a different time. But the co- St. John's... The coach coming out talking about his best team in this and that. They no-showed at home. And, you know, it's, it's typical St. John's. It's really, it really is. It's typical St. John's. They start off 9-1, and then you turn around, you look up, and they got six losses in the conference. So we got one week left of NFL regular season. There are a couple playoff spots. Tom Brady is back in the playoffs. I was hoping they would lose. I was rooting for Carolina. New England is now sitting in the seventh spot at 8-8. Eight and eight. But Miami is 8-8. Eight and eight. Pittsburgh is 8-8. Eight and, eight, and New England is 8-8. Eight and eight. So if New England slips up, you got to figure Miami's in the driver's seat. But also, my, New England's not going to be not going to slip up. I don't think the Steelers get in if they beat the Browns, and then they need a Patriots and Dolphins loss. The Steelers are a long shot because the Bills are not don't need the game against the Patriots at all, and the Jets. I would be surprised if the Jets even show up in Miami. To be honest with you. After the disaster today. They're going to get killed in the papers tomorrow. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. The coach was terrible. The quarterback was terrible. The special teams was terrible. They turned the ball over. They scored six points. Three games now. Three games the Jets have this season. Where they just did nothing. And they have no quarterback now. And you know what you're gonna you know what you just got there? You got Zach Wilson back for next year. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a quarterback competition. Jets are not getting rid of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson clearly has more talent than Mike White. Mike White wasn't even on the didn't even dress for the opening game. And today he looked like what now today you see why that happened. So that pretty much does it for us. We want to thank everybody. Hope you had a great holiday. Back to work tomorrow. Back to work for me tomorrow. 2023. The New York Giants are headed to the playoffs. The Jets are headed back home. And it's going to be a fun couple weeks here, folks. 
As always, every Sunday we'll be here with you. Brett and I will be back Friday night. We leave you now with some sounds from the weekend that was in the world of sports. Bridgewater comes in, intercepted, picked up by Kyle Duggar, works the sideline, stutter step move from Duggar, and he's in, touchdown, Patriots! Here's Kako, open down low, Kreiner, scores! Oh, beautiful play! Chris Kreiner with a finish, This is Nixon, who's dangerous. Oh, here he goes! My goodness! He's taken at the distance! You've talked about how dangerous he is. The most kick return yards in the NFL. And he shows it right there. He had the 94-yard kick return last week. And here he is again. Wow! TCU player never win that award. JJ McCarthy throws and it's intercepted. Picked up and being brought back for a touchdown by Bud Clark. Michigan blitz it. Duggan dumps it off short. Quentin Johnston has the first down and off he goes. They are not going to catch him. No flags. Got him a couple times in that route. Ball quickly out. McIntosh, knifing to the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia. Just like that, the Bulldogs bounce back. And in a spot in the national championship game. It's on the way. No good. He hooked it. And Georgia is going to survive. At the stroke of midnight. From the 27-yard line, that's Ken Walker, the rookie, who's loose! Walker, across midfield, and down the sideline he goes! Inside the 15 of the Jets! Regino Smith to throw and has time. Close one for the end zone, catch made! It's a Seahawks touchdown! Kobe Parkinson! Jones is going to go in again. Touchdown. <laughs> Playing up front. It's Foles to the air. Intercepted by the aforementioned Collins. You can kiss him. Goodbye. Touchdown. Pick six. Taking out Jones. The crowd was chanting Daniel Jones, and right after the play, Taylor comes in at quarterback. So Tyrod Taylor is in. Jones get it gets a fitting farewell from this game, and he deserves it with what he's done. And 
If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.